Hi guys, welcome to my audiobook um, thingy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, this book I'm going to read, um, it's especially good with earphones or head plugs. Head plugs. Um, headphones. Um, this this um, book especially is one I wrote myself. And I think kids would like it. This is actually meant for kids. Um, but it can also be meant for adults or teenagers if you really want to listen to it. I think it's good at night time. I think it'd be quite nice to listen to it at night time. Or you can listen to it in the car, on a car journey, or while you're working, or kids while you're doing homework. Um, this uh, book is called Iggy and the Jungle Journey. <clears throat> the Night It Happened, Chapter 1. The night it happened was a stormy night. The rain was thundering down like silver bullets and the sky was pitch black at night. The mountain-sized ship was swimming along the African Ocean with cardboard boxes and boxes all on top, all filled with hurt or injured creatures that were being shipped off to whales at the Rocky Hills Animal Sanctuary right past Africa. In one box, full of hay and straw, was a teeny tiny black and pink piglet. The tiny pig with a broken back hoof was searching around the cardboard holes. The pig knew what happened. The last memory he had was falling down a small mudslide and bending his back hoof the other way and squealing for help when a man in a uniform and a van turned up and put him to sleep with a painful pointy thing. But thinking this just made the pig wonder. Where am I? he said to himself, looking through the holes to the sea. His friend was in a box too. Polo, he yelled. A white kitten in a box stretched her paw stretched her paw out to hold the pig's hoof, but then he heard a giant terrifying boom and a crash. The piglet squealed as the ship rocked so much he fell out onto the sea in his little cardboard box. It floated to the top. Help, please, help, Polo. I'll find you, squealed the little piglet. But the ship's, but the ship sailed more and more farther away and the memory of Polo had already disappeared into the water. The piglet looked around the holes and for miles there was just water. He didn't know what to do and he sat in his hay in his box in the giant ocean all alone. His mind was full of so many things and his hoof was stinging. Polo? he said. Without thinking the piglet drifted off to sleep. Chapter 2 Waking up in a leafy place. Drip, drip. What was that noise? Drip, drip. What was that? Drip, drip. The young piglet woke and looked all around, puzzled. He was still in his little cardboard box, but um, but as he looked through the holes, he saw no water. Then he realised he wasn't, he wasn't floating or bobbing in the water anymore. He could see sand and a leafy place, a tropical, lovely leafy place. And it was beautiful. I've woken up in a leafy place, whispered the piglet. The jungle was massive, with trees as high as the clouds, and grass as grassy as a summer newly fresh field. But what was all that white stuff? He was looking at the sand, and so he poked his hoof through the holes and felt it. Whoa! 
he said. It melts in your hand. Whoa. The piglet played with it and made pictures with it and his hoof was still poking out. Then he heard a rip, a long, painful sounding rip that he squeezed his hooves against his floppy pink piggy ears. He had, ter- he had teared the cardboard box and fell out on the sand face first. He was on a beach, and next to it was an African jungle. The piglet thought for a moment, taking it all in. So I fell off a boat, floated for a week, ended up in a leafy place, and, and, and what's my name? The piglet felt something on his painful back hoof. There's a little name tag. Ah, he said. The piglet teared it off with his teeth. Iggy. Just Iggy. The piglet couldn't read very well. He said. Oh, he grumbled. He turned it upside down. Iggy. I like that name, he chuckled. (laughs) I guess it's my name. Iggy turned his head to look back at the leafy place, the jungle. He thought that maybe he should explore it and see if he could get any help to get back home. He trotted over to the grassy bit, limping on a sore aching hoof, as he limped into the dark, dense jungle. Hello? Anyone? Uh, I need a bit of help and directions, he called. Listening to the deafening squawks of the parrot and the toucans, Iggy heard a growl, a long, rasping growl that echoed the whole jungle. I know the way, said a scary voice from beneath the bushes. Who said that? shouted Iggy, spinning around in the spot like he had been tackled by an angry basketball player. <laughs> the voice said again. Iggy looked around and around as the voice spoke again. <laughs> Only me? Nora, chapter three. Out from the bushes pounced a big, furry creature with massive claws, jaws and paws. Iggy managed to dodge out the way quickly. It was a lion. Its furry mane got tangled as he followed Iggy into the thorny blackberry bushes. His claw got mixed with the vines and he fell over right in the bush. Thankfully, Iggy was so small, as a little piglet, he could walk straight out the bush. (laughs) Who's the tough one now? That smart little piglet or the big stupid lion? (laughs) Chuckled Iggy, walking out the bush in front of the lion who was looking very embarrassed. As Iggy laughed more and more, the lion got so angry, he started to growl and gnash at Iggy. (laughs) Too slow, (laughs) laughed Iggy. The lion grunted and wriggled his paw free from the brambles, and his long orange tail unwrapped from a thorn. He was slowly wriggling free. And soon his bottom half was free, and Iggy was gazing at how he might be lunch in ten seconds. Without thinking, Iggy ran away through the jungle as the lion was untangling his mane. Iggy hid behind a big brown log that was just the right size for him. He tucked his hooves in, curled up into a little pink ball with his curly tail poking out. He'll never find me here. But Iggy was wrong as the lion tipped the log upside down and Iggy came tumbling out of it. My big stupid lion, now he growled. Iggy was surrounded by the giant lion, growling and gritting his teeth together and repeatedly saying about how tonight he's going to have pork on toast. As the lion was about to pounce on Iggy, he froze to hear a trumpet noise that echoed the whole jungle. What was that? growled the lion. As Iggy looked back, he saw a young elephant the size of him looking angry. Leave him alone, bellowed the elephant to the lion. 
The lion went pale and recoiled a bit. But the walk, but the walked back. And what are you doing? What are you doing? To, what are you going to do? Trumpet me to death? Ha! Chuckled the lion, pawing the elephant. No, muttered the little elephant. I'm going to squirt you to death! She screamed and waved her trunk in circles. Clear water burst out of trunk so suddenly the lion squealed. Lions do not like water. The elephant chased the lion around, squirting water everywhere as high as the trees. The, the lion growled and ran away into the bushes, leaving both the elephant and Iggy together. What a scaredy cat, chuckled Iggy as the elephant walked over. Yeah, she said. You okay, little piglet, said the elephant. Iggy looked down at his back hoof. The lion had swiped it and was bleeding, tripping down to the floor. Well, not really. You see, I was sent by a ship in a box, but I fell out during a stormy night. I lost my friend Polo. I was washed up there and got chased by that lion. <coughs> All I know is that when I was in that box, my hoof was throbbing, and thanks to that lion, well, now it's bleeding. The elephant's expression was like she'd just seen a green cat riding a flying badger. Oh, she said, staring at his hoof. And I want to find my home, and Polo, Iggy added. I can help you. My name is Nora. Come with me and I'll help you get home, she said. Where are we going, Nora? asked Iggy, following her steps. To see Tumble, Pintweek and Rascal. Chapter 4, Tumble, Pin and Rascal. <coughs> wait, 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 Nora. Did you say Tumble, Pintweek and Rascal? Who on earth are they? said Iggy. Nora looked back at him. They were walking through the jungle, listening to the squawks of the birds and the scuttling on the tree leaves. Oh, right, she said. Uh, you'll see. They'll help you. They know every single way around the jungle, said Nora. Iggy scratched his head, but where do they live? Here. In an opening among the bushes was a giant oak tree. Under the roots was a big hole and a wooden red door. They live in that library, said Nora, pointing her trunk at the small house. Nora creaked open the door with her trunk, and Iggy and her crept in. It was very dark. The only light was from a little lamp in the corner next to a bookshelf. The library was filled with books. They were scattered across the floor, and on the ceiling were old wooden bird hangers. Hello? Pin? Rascal? Tumble? Are you there? It's me, Nora, and I have a visitor, whispered Nora. They tiptoed to the lamp to get some, to get some light as they heard a squeak from the bird hanger. Pin, is that you? asked Nora. It is me. Hello there, old friend, chuckled a very loud voice. From the dark emerged a flapping parrot. His beak was the biggest grin and his wingspan was huge. He was the most colourful bird Iggy had ever seen. Pin, laughed Nora. The parrot, Pin, landed on Nora's tongue. Who's this piggy fella then? He said as he examined Iggy's face. Oh, Nora. Oh, said Nora. Pin, this is Iggy. Iggy, this is Pintweek. We even call him Pin, right, Pin? said Nora. Yup, chuckled Pin. Iggy here, continued Nora. Iggy here is lost. He was sailing in the boat and fell out and got washed up here. We think the same boat will bring him home, but we need to find it. Hmm, said Pin. Rascal and Tumble are out hunting, so there's nothing Mies can really do, said Pin. Iggy froze. Well, what do you mean, hunting? He stuttered, shaking his wobbly piglet legs. Well there's, a, well, there's a tiger and a panther, yelled Pin. Are you kidding me? A lion was about to eat me a minute ago. Now you're telling me a tiger and a panther are going to help me get home? Screamed Iggy. His yell echoed the whole library. 
Pin and Nora stared at him with pale faces, and then finally Nora spoke. Oh, no, 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 no! Rascal and Tumble are good tigers. And Atlas. You'll see. Pin Tweak nodded as his feathers shook. They're brothers, chuckled Pin. Suddenly there was a loud bash that shook the whole library. Iggy leapt off the floor in surprise and landed on the floor with a loud thud. The bash was the old oak door of the library swinging open. Hey, Pin! Hi, Nora! shouted a voice. Out of the door plodded the biggest, shaggiest tiger Iggy had ever seen. In fact, he had never actually seen a tiger before, but he did know that he was terrified of it. Behind the tiger, who was now sat in the library, came a black tiger, a panther. The two tigers looked at Iggy. Iggy was still as still as a statue as the panther plodded over to him. I like the new pig statue, guys, he said to Nora and Pin. No, rascal, that's Iggy. He's a lost pig, said Nora, sighing and shaking her head. So you want to help, little guy? said the tiger, now skipping over to take a closer look at Iggy. Iggy was staring up at the pair of flesh-eating predators. Then the tiger, Tumble, looked at Iggy as if he knew. Don't worry, Piggy, we're vegetarians, and we're here out hunting. We were hunting for fruit for dinner, he said in a calm voice. Iggy relaxed as, as, as he thought of Tumble and Rascal being a pair of harmless kitties. Thanks, muttered Iggy under his breath. You can have dinner with us and live here for five days. Then we need someone to take care of you until we find your home, said Nora. Follow us. Pin landed on Rascal's long tail as Nora Tumble plodded over to up some oak stairs with Iggy trotting behind them. They walked up to a small cramped room with wooden walls and a little photo frame hanging next to the clock. Opposite the tiny bed was a cracked mirror that Tumble was now polishing. Do you like your new bedroom? he asked, dropping his polisher to look at the expression on Iggy's face. Iggy trotted around and around the tiny tattered room to find anything not broken. I I, I love it, <laughs> mumbled Iggy awkwardly. Everyone silenced, all looking at Iggy in disbelief. Are you sure? squawked Pintweek. It took us two days to clean it all out. Why, you Iggy boy, you are mighty lucky, they said as Iggy was allowed to stay in they said Iggy was allowed to stay in his bedroom for a bit to get used to it and they would go down for dinner and Iggy could come down whenever he wanted. As Iggy sat in his cold, squeaky, uncomfortable bed, he began to talk to himself. Yeah, I sure am lucky, he moaned sarcastically. He looked to the window with the, with the drab curtains letting no light in. Come on, Iggy, it's only four nights, he muttered as he began to hop down from the dinner table. That's where I'm going to end it today, guys. Um, I'm going to do some uh, more, for, so be sure to look at Iggy and the Jungle Journey, part two.